Rep yo city. All my people, are you with me? Bringing notice to the heavenly estate. Boots tied, spiritual flags we wave high, for we are the light. White for the purity, gold for the riches and authority, purple representing royalty. God's glory and grace provides us with powerful stories, testimonies. I know you're from around my way by the fruit displayed. Love that's maneuvered around the body, leaving you with feelings of being home. No longer do we use force to get to the throne, for we have been adopted into the priesthood. God still looks at us and says it is exceedingly good. Every day I'm striving to drive the population higher, fulfilling his desires. When asked where you're from, say a place that would make Eden blush. Rep the Most High, Holy Spirit, and Jesus. 31, 31, 31. Uh. 31 gang. All day. I'm worth way too much to be giving it up. All these goodies for my husband, sis, that's what it's for. I'm worth way too much to be giving it up. All these goodies for my husband, sis, that's what it's for. Uh. No ring. No ring, clink, clink. He gotta run me my bling. 
What's up? This is Eric from 520 Collective and the 520 Collective Pop. You're tuned in to Praise Radio. Our guys are Manifest the truth with my life being the blueprint Meditating on Bible verses, praying the truth sinks This is more than busting rhymes like flip mode And this is more than getting shine at lit shows We wanna pray and dismay the rubbish traits Remain in his grace and display love over hate This is to the grave, no debate The savior waits on his bride and deflates all the lies the devil makes Walk at billboards, pray to stay in your will, Lord Armored up daily while Satan's plotting to kill more Warfare at its finest, spirit shining the brightest Someone like Leonidas, still repent We don't die, homie, we all ascend It's a heaven's day we haven't sent, we cherish him Red, prayers up to the skies Faking God for life and all the grace he provides Spark and lead Fighting armies of sinful men Over dividends, they hung by threads They simpletons, walking dead They blind by everything dark is said God is always watching all our moves like stalking feds Yeah, faulty crimes in the spotlight We'll only fight the law if they try to revoke our God rights uh, Ain't none of us really perfect We just products of his grace Now innocent is the verdict I could feel the body multiply I could feel the body multiply uh, The spirit and truth, you know we expose the lies Yeah, you know we expose the lies So keep your raps up while you cock and shoot Or like some others trying to scare them to the God of truth I only keep the two laws of my God and you And make it up to New Jerusalem Out of New Jerusalem Wax on, wax off, the only master to add on To me it wasn't Miyagi saying this world of wax cold Man, I'm talking black souls, false prophets who add on to the gospel Hanging the sheep to death with a last soul And stealing our own hate on God's own Like we're saved but not soft Speaking vacays and letting it off, dog They under the impression that they gotta be harsh So God's sheep being led to a grave or a prison guard Man, let me be real clear with you Spirits of window watch Satan's pointing his index They condemning the sinless Like his graces are endless And the teacher's saying they pull their index And still in fear in you That is not of God That is not of God I will not oblige I'm a ride or die I can never lie, I almost bodied my Have a service, but I never preach to go in homicide But call me y'all what hate to everybody do Cause I ain't scared of you, I'm only scared of what my llama do So make it to your family, for a change of anatomy And I will make it to mine and there wouldn't be any casualties Nah homie, I'm warning you, that's the ops Like what's a crook to a god, what's being shook to my rock So why do I need a weapon and you I'm fond of my rest I know I'm violent in my flesh to that message, I gotta die I could feel the body multiply. I could feel the body multiply. The spirit and truth, you know we expose the lies. Yeah, you know we expose the lies. So keep your raps up while you cock and shoot. Or like some others trying to scare them to the God of truth. I only keep the two laws of my God and you. And make it up to new Jerus out of new Jerus. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Rep Your City Praise Radio right here on Rapture Ready Radio. Man, I'm your humble host, Orlando Presents. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
man it's been a it's been a busy wednesday a busy week so far so i hope y'all had a great wednesday and a great week uh so far so let's jump into the scripture of the night the scripture of the show is actually going to come from um acts 20:32 that's acts 20:32 and now and trust you to god and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. Amen, amen, and amen. Man. So uh, make sure y'all go and check, uh, take a um, read a reading of the word and study that for yourself. Once again, that was Acts 20.32. So uh, definitely go and check that out. All right. Open up your book. Show yourself approved. All right. Well, this is family ministry month and our first family that we had on was uh, actually labor day monday and uh, monday night we had a pretty good show i really enjoyed the show i learned a lot about the couple uh the couple that we had was actually the majors um that was that was um jimmy hustle and his wife they were on the show uh monday night so tonight we have the honor of having the moons on the show with us. We have Mr. Vi Moon and Miss B Moon on the on the show with us. So um, without further ado, let's introduce our special guest. How y'all doing tonight? Good. How you doing? Good. Good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, man. I just want to, I want y'all to introduce yourselves once again, let the folks know where you're from, what city you're living in, what city are you repping, and then we'll jump right on into it. Hey, uh, my name is Bob Moon, and my wife is Brittany Moon, she goes by B Moon, and uh, we live in Montgomery, Alabama, married, uh, going on eight years, got four kids, and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm Brittany Moon, like you said, uh also called B Moon. Same thing, eight years married. We met in college at Alabama State University. Um I'm originally from Las Vegas, so I I came to Alabama to pursue a college career and um I well he bumped into me, I guess. <laughs> All right, all right. See, she got started already, Vi, so <laughs> she got started already. Yeah. Look at that, look at that. Yeah. Um, the way that I want to do it tonight is I want to actually uh, get into the family testimony because everybody, I really believe this and I really wholeheartedly want um, a lot of people to understand uh, what's going on and understand this, that you know, each of us have our own testimonies, of course, our own walks with God and how God found us and things of that nature. Um, but once you and I truly believe once you find your mate and once you get married and things of that nature, now you're you're adding a testimony to what you already had to yourself. So not only do you have your testimony, but you also have the testimony of you and your spouse. And, you know, how God brought y'all together and, you know, the walk that you two had together, because some people 
when they first got together, they weren't saved. And in some relationships, the wife may have been saved, but the husband wasn't saved. Or the husband was saved and the wife wasn't saved. I haven't met too many couples like that, though, yet. <laughs> but um, I just want y'all to start off with your testimony as husband and wife from the beginning. Like, when did you all first meet each other? And I want B-Moon to answer this question. Okay, well, um, it's a long story. <laughs> um, we both, basically, when we first met, um, I actually, I actually spotted him six months before, but he, he, he says that, that he, that he, you know, found me. But um, basically, what what really drew us together is I, I had saw him from the, I had saw him from a distance, but um, one of my friends at the time saw him first, and she she claimed I don't know she basically when we were in college it was kind of this dib thing, so she she saw him from the distance and she was like I got dibs and I was like man I wanted <laughs> dibs on that <laughs> and so. <laughs> And so um, we would see him from time to time, and I, I, my friends, he never said anything to him, and and um, so we came back for Christmas break, and my friend and I, we're like, we do poetry, but we also do rap, and we bumped into him, and he was like, you know, you know, what were you doing at the the the, the foyer in the dorms? And I was like, hey, you know, we um we rap and we do poems, and he was. He was doubting. He's like, I don't, are you joking? And we're like, no, you know, we can start a, a, a cipher right now. So we, him and his friend and my friends, we began to, to rap. And it, it went from the four of us to like a large crowd. And that's where we first connected. And it was like, we were both attracted to each other from like, I saw him from a distance. He saw me from a distance. But when, he realized that I rap and do poetry and, you know, me getting to know him and finding out that he creates music and he raps. And this was, now the rap we were doing at the time were, was not, it wasn't to glorify God. It was just, mm. you, we weren't using the gift that God gave, it, give, gave us, you know, to glorify him at the time. But it connects us. And then pretty much from there, you know, we just, we just got to know each other and it was it was like a strong friendship that that just grew and neither one of us expected to to be that close that you know it was just we really had a lot in common but we were very different as far as like our personalities but our interests were were very similar and we both had parents who raised us in the church hmm. and you know even though I'm from Las Vegas I went to church every Sunday, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night. You know, he had family who who um, was grounded in the church, and that's what started us off. Um, wanna hmm. add to Okay, okay. It's so, is there anything that uh, Miss uh, Mrs. B Moon may have left out by? There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
think she pretty much covered it, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, what was it about, you know, your wife at at that time that you, you know, that you made that attracted you to her? What was it? What was it about her? I really loved her um, outgoing personality and her, you know, I say this, but her spirit. Like, she's just a, I was telling her the other day, I said um, something to the effect of, um, like, you could never be, like, a downer. Like, even when this woman is in a down mood, she's still upbeat. And mm-hmm. and me, I'm kind of a chill, just kind of laid back, like, I'm the type, if you look at me, people will think I'm mad, but it's just a regular day. Like, I just have a serious face. <laughs> but she's she's just such a spirited person, just so optimistic about life. And and it, it doesn't take you having a long conversation with her to get that from her. You just, mm. that's her vibe. Like, that's just, when you get around her, it's like she just brings life to everything that she goes to. So... That just intrigued me, and on top of that, she was attractive too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, you, you, I'm just saying, I'm keeping it real. Like, it, she yeah. was, it, she was attractive, and she had just this great spirit about her. And, and she was, um, you know, um, she was, she was very herself. Like, she, she, she stood out. What I mean by that was, she wasn't afraid to be different. Like, she would do a little have little jokes and little sayings and little, like, she would call, yeah, she would call, you know, little stuff like that. And it'd be like, mm-hmm. to other people that may be like, oh, that's kind of corny. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> if she don't think it's corny. I don't know. Maybe I'm in deep water right now, but. I used to say, I'm a thug. I like cocoa in my mug. Like, I used to say, <laughs> little, uh, you know, I, I was, I wow. was, I don't know. I would be like, that's kind of corny. But, like, she would do it and be like, I don't care what you think. It's like that that boldness just really attracted me to her, you know? Well, people don't don't feel bad, uh, B-Moon, because people look at me strange when I say, all right, french fries. So, you know. <laughs> I used to say, uh... G-A-N-G-Sir. Like, I used to walk around like, man, I'm just so G-A-N-G-Sir. Like, you know, it was just, it was just, and it wasn't me being fake. Like, I really felt, felt angst, And even now, like, I mean, even though I'm a mom, I'm changing diapers. Like, I'm still, Uh-oh. still gangster. Like, take the real person to change a diaper. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Especially the, um... You know, especially with the newborns where, you know, when they dumping those loads. So, yeah, it does take a special person <laughs> to change those diapers. <laughs> you are absolutely, I agree with you 100% on that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so when y'all first got together and started dating and things of that nature, um, who initiated the, you know, to go into church together first, or when did that even start happening within your relationship? Okay. Well, it's a it's a very long story, but <laughs> to okay, so to to make it short, pretty much the next year um, when we finally made our relationship official, because we were friends. 
um, when we finally met our relationship official the, the next year, our sophomore year, a few months later, I got pregnant with our, our daughter, who's now 12. Mm. And um, we weren't going to church still. And we're sophomores in college. I'm from Vegas. His family is in Alabama. And I am now pregnant. And it was interesting because we... I'm sorry, if you hear the kids in the background. <laughs> but it, That's okay. It, it was pretty interesting because Kim and I, um, we always, like, were on the same page, mm. always, until I got pregnant. And it was, it, it was, basically, I felt in my heart that I wanted to keep, I wanted to keep the baby and and at at one point because the baby is not in he doesn't see the baby at one point he was like i don't you know he was he was with me and then some influential people were like i don't know if you should do this and they were throwing up the whole abortion thing Mm. and um and so it was just really it was very hard and I was at the point where, like, we don't even have to be together. Like, I could raise the baby by myself. You know, it's not about, I don't, you know, I don't know anyone who thinks it's a good idea to ha- get pregnant to keep a man because that's the quickest way to lose someone, <laughs> lose a man. But uh, I was I was just thinking, like, look, okay, I can't do this. I cannot have an abortion. And mm. and to be completely honest with you, the reason why I said that is because I already had one, and I mm. and I almost like I almost like fell apart. And when I when I did that, I swore to I swore to God, and I was like, God, I promise you, I will never do this again. I will never do this again, no matter what the situation. And so, I in that situation was, you know, a whole nother dynamic there's no excuse for for doing that i i did it and and i'm forgiven but in this situation with with bye you know it came up again and it was like will you stand on what you told the lord and um pretty much by over time and he could tell a story you know over us being at odds he got confirmation mm. internally like you know what let's let's do this let's 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 do this. Let's not have let's not do the abortion. And I was already there, but just him being on the same page with me gave me confirmation. And so even though I said I wasn't gonna have abortion, I'm like, Okay, there's no way I can still be in college and do this. So I called my mom and I was like, Hey, I'm gonna have to come home and um she was like, No, you're not you're not coming home until you graduate college. Hmm. And she's like, the baby's due in the summer. She's like, I'll come out and help you, and we'll find a daycare, and we'll make a schedule, and you can't, you'll come back when you graduate. And I, I really thank God for her because I was, I didn't know how that was going to work, but it wasn't wow. until we, pretty much our our testimony is that we pretty much broke up after we had our child. And we were to the point where I didn't think it was going to work. He didn't think it was going to work. We were actually good at co-parenting. And 
before we broke up, I had took him to church. I was trying to fix him. I was taking him to church, <laughs> and I was trying to fix him, fix him, fix him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I, like, it wasn't, I, I was just wanting to fix him. So God, I was like, God, you know, I just don't want him to cheat on me. Like, that's it. He doesn't have to be good. I, I, I just was, I wanted to fix him for selfish reasons. Mm. And so after that, I was like, you know what, Lord? I, I just, I just give up. I don't want anything but you. And my mom, she told me, she was like, just pray. Just, just say, Lord, I give you the key. I give you the key to my heart. And I ask that you give it to whoever you want to have it. And then I added, I was like, and Lord, give me a sign when that person comes, because I, I feel like I'm going to push everybody away. And then, you know, time went by. He, he, he was in another relationship. Hmm. I was pretty much by myself. And um, we were really good at co-parenting. We had a schedule down. We got along. We didn't argue. He picked her up. He helped contribute uh, to daycare if I needed something. Everything was smooth. And, you know, I thought he was so happy in this relationship that he was in. And I was just going to church. It was just me and God. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to be. And I, my excuse was like, okay, God, well, I guess women in my family are just independent. My, my mother's single. My grandmother was single. This is just my life. But okay. Hmm. And he can tell, I guess he can tell the rest of the, you want to tell the rest, your side of this whole, of is it too much? No, 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 you're right. I mean, I was, I'm sitting here actually, um, thanking God that, you know, all of this is pouring out because it's like, like I said, um, with the very first show, you never know what couple or what individuals who are dating will, you know, will listen to this. And then they hear your testimony and I'm like, okay, in my mind, I thought that y'all been together and just been together all along. I didn't know y'all went through so, you know, so much, you know, trials and tribulations. And then at the end point, you're together. But I don't want to mess it up, though. So, um, <laughs> so Vi, you can go ahead and jump in there with your part. Or B, you can, you can, you know, keep going. It's up to you two. Uh, yeah, it's, um, she hit it. She hit a lot of things. Um, yeah, um, me personally, man, I, I was um, I was going through my own struggles at the time. Um, I was into a lot of stuff. For me, it was a lot of stuff, man. Um, I felt that because I had a daughter, you know, I was too prideful to really ask my parents for help financially. So I was working, still going to school, but I started hustling on the side, you know, selling marijuana and pills or whatever. And and it just got crazy, man. I'm I'm still going to school. I'm still working. I'm helping Brittany uh, with Sonia, our daughter. I do the street thing, and and I come from a family where, you know, I was always cool with cats in the streets, <clears throat> but everybody knew my family and my upbringing, and they knew that that wasn't my life, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though I, you know, was in a single parent household until my mom <clears throat> got married when I was 15. And, you know, we, we come up in the hood, you know, but like I said, our family just had just a, uh, it was kind of like, we was kind of set apart, if you will, even in the hood. So anyway, I'm saying all that to say, I, 
even though I hung with cats from the streets, they always knew that I wasn't that guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when our daughter came, I, I turned into that guy. And But that wasn't me, man. You know, and I was going through it. You know, the money was coming in and all of that was fine, but my soul wasn't complete because that word was in me from a young age. Um, so I started going through my own struggles, man, and, 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 and God really met me where I was, man, um, and just started to rebuild my heart, and I stopped doing things in the streets, and that's a whole other story. But and, and I just come to realize that Brittany was the woman for me, and it took me going, doing my own thing, you know, uh, messing with um, or in relationships with other women, and them not comparing to her, you know, just it took me going through that, honestly. And and finally it got to the point where she was deciding to move back to Vegas or she was actually going to join the Air Force and leave Montgomery. And um, I just prayed a prayer. I said, Lord, if, if this is, if this is, you know, if, if me and her are meant to be with each other, great. You make it happen. Mm. And at the time, I, I was just now starting to get back in the church, doing it on my own. And, and my relationship with the Lord was starting to kind of renew. So when I prayed that prayer, he began to do it, man. And it just kind of organically happened. And, and we just started kind of reestablishing a relationship. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> how pretty much. <laughs> so how that happened was um, I had his mom called me and I was, she was just having casual conversation and we don't have, we didn't have the best relationship at the time, but she always called to check up on the kids. And, um, so she called and I said, yeah, I'm thinking about moving, you know, but I was like, you know, it's okay. Um, I'll still make sure you're able to see our, our daughter and don't worry. And I found out after the fact that his mom called and were like, was like, are you, how are you with Brittany? He's like, well, Brittany doesn't like me anymore. And she's like, I didn't ask you that. He, she, she said, you know, do you still love Brittany? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I do, but, you know, I just got to, you know, you, if, we don't want to mess nothing up. We got a good rhythm. And she's like, well, you know, Brittany is thinking about leaving. So if you got something to tell her, you know, you might want to say it. And she told me that after, and I found this out after we got married and everything. So he comes to my house one day and he pops up and like, we don't ever pop up. No, I haven't. Um, We don't ever pop up at, you know, each other's house. Mm -hmm. And so he popped up and he was just like, you know, um, I just want to tell you that, you know, I want to give it another chance. And I was just like, well, I got to think about this. You just can't pop up at somebody's house and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so I just let him take my daughter. I was like, hey, you can. He's like, well, can I take her to the park? And I was like, okay. So he takes her to the park. And I called my mom. And I'm like, you know how crazy, this crazy guy just come over here. You know, he's been dating this other girl. And now he's sitting here saying that he wants to be with me. And she's like, well, do you love him? She, like, basically asked me the same thing. And I was like, yeah, but I'm going to look like a fool. Mm. You know, and she's like, okay. She's like, well, okay, if you still love him, 20 years from now, this isn't going to matter. You guys are going to be together, probably have more kids, 
you know, but she's like, if you still love him and you let your pride stop you, <laughs> sorry, my baby, <laughs> she's like, 20 years from now, she's going to take everything that you guys went through and he's going to pour it into another family, another wife, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, you might want to just be honest with him and forget. It, it Basically, it was the fear of man. That's what I was struggling with. I knew I loved him, but I, my pride just wanted me to just, you know, it feels good to turn someone down when you feel like you've been turned down. But I just had to, you know, put my pride to the side, and I really felt like this was God giving me a sign. Mm. And so we just started dating again, and then that was another check. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Lord, if this is you, then he's going to um if I, if I request something, he's going to honor my request. And I said, okay, well, we can start dating, but no sex. And I was, like, laughing internally, like, he's not going to be down for this. He's not. <laughs> and he was, like, fit. And I'm, like, I'm serious. And he's, like, I'm, I'm serious, too. And um, a few months later, he proposed to me, and <laughs> we... And we got married um, after that. But we did not get married until our oldest daughter was four years old. Mm. So a lot of people think, I mean, exactly what you said. They see that we have four kids, and they think we've been married longer than eight years because our oldest daughter is 12. But we were not together until, you know, officially until she was four years old. Wow. So that's pretty much... And there's so many other different testimonies that that we have when it comes to our family and our kids, but just that first step of obedience just led to so many blessings. Like, just talking to you makes me think about, like, how crazy, I mean, who knew? Like, if, if I would have moved too quickly, I'm holding up my eight-month-old baby now. If I would have moved to Vegas, she wouldn't even be here. We have three other kids that wouldn't even be here, you know, but just our steps in obedience, Amen. you know, are the reason that they're here today. And not, not our step, but the grace of God and the spirit of God leading us, you know, towards obedience. Because I couldn't have done it without who knows how many people have been praying for us. And, you know, I know our both of our parents were praying. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, while you were, while you, you all were going through this, um, were there any negative vibes? I understand that, you know, um, Vi, you were dating someone at the time. So how did, you know, how did that work out, you know, between you and the other young lady when you decided, no, I got to get back with B, you know, because that's where my heart is. How did, you know, how did it work with her? And how did she, you know, how did she take it? Because this is still a part of, you know, y'all's testimony and stuff. And then also, did you and B have a conversation about that? I mean, because I know the trust factor still had to be worked up. Okay, so my... I'm going to let him talk in a second, but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking all the right questions. <laughs> so, okay, so when he came back, 
after he took my daughter to the park, I said, you know, I, I said no sex and everything like that. But also I said, you're going to have to call her right now mm. on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so he called her and he just said, look. You know, I'm sorry about the, what is, Do you remember what you said? He, he said he don't remember. I remember everything because I'm a private <laughs> investigator. <laughs> hey, hey, no. I wouldn't have remembered but, either. I mean, that that would have been out of my head so quickly. It's not even funny. <laughs> well, I guess it's just, you know, how women are. But, but he was just like, hey, I'm sorry, you know. Um, I'm sorry. And, and they weren't, but regardless, they were, they were, you know, she was convinced that they were, it doesn't matter. But he, he basically let her down gently. He just said, hey, you know, I'm so sorry to do this. And, you know, this is just something I decided today. You know, I'm going to um, try to work it out with my, don't like this word, but baby mama. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I just wanted to be honest with you and let you know. And she said, okay. And hung up. Wow. And <laughs> the next day, when I was driving, my tires were flat. Mm. And I, I didn't. And so I called him and I said, oh, my goodness, my tires just blew. He's like, I'm on my way. Then he calls back and he says, oh, my tires are flat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he couldn't <laughs> wow you asked all the right questions <laughs> so that was that was uh, a little bit too easy of a okay <laughs> wow that's what, I, that's what I said that's exactly what I said so and it's so funny because you know we were going to church but it had not manifested I mean, it, the seeds were planted, but I, you know, they so I was like, I'm about to find this person, and I was looking, I was looking for this lady, I was looking for her, and I was looking for years, I couldn't find her, mm. and um, finally, like, I mean, she just disappeared, and I know it was the, the Lord, he did not allow me an opportunity to cross paths, and it's interesting, because prior to this, I crossed paths with her a couple times. I just never, you know, looked, you know, I never acknowledged her. But at this time, I never saw her. And so finally, we were pulling up to our church. And this is after, you know, the Lord had called by into ministry, and we had word leadership, and, and he was the youth pastor. And we were getting out of the car to go to church one Sunday years later, and we get out the car, and in the parking lot that's, to the side of our uh, church, she's getting out the car, and him and I look and see her, and we just busted out laughing. And we didn't do it on purpose, but it was just so funny because, you know, now we're so over it. We had been married a couple years. We had another baby by then, and it was just funny that, okay, now we see her. Like, God just has such a sense of humor. So I'm so sorry. I take that from God. Amen. Anything to add? <laughs> Pretty much covered it. 
<laughs> I mean, amen. That's that just shows how God works, man. I mean, God knew if you would have seen her while you still had that that anger built up and was still in you. I mean, no telling what may have happened, you know, but for yeah. both of you, like you said, to be in church, to be leaders and your life has, you know, changed and then you see her. Wow. That is true. That just um, goes to show like a lot of comedians say God does have a sense of humor. So <laughs> God was like, ah, see, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, that's awesome, and, man. Go ahead. And I'm just the last thing I'm going to say, I'm going to let my talk. But it, a couple years like ago, the Lord gave me like um, just revelation when it came to her. And I think the reason why she was so hurt, because to my understanding, she was doing everything, everything that he wanted. I mean, I saw him driving her car. I think she was doing his laundry. She was just doing absolutely everything. And everything that she did did not get her him because she wasn't me. And I'm and I'm not saying that to say that I'm anything. But, you know, I, talk, I was talking to my daughter about this, and I said, you know, God has, a, a man is supposed to find a wife, and the most, the best thing you could do for your husband is just to be your whole self, mm-hmm. just to be completely you. Don't try to, you know, do anything, dress a certain way to get him or anything like that. You know, of course, take care of yourself. I, I tell her, look good, smell good, feel good. But other than that, you know, don't do any extra stuff to your body or give him money or do anything, because if you're not that one, there's nothing you can do to turn his eye, you know, for, permanently. Mm. He might do it. He might look temporarily, but spiritually, you have to align. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you 100% on that one. Um, <coughs> excuse me. What we're going to do right now is we're going to take a little uh, little break to pay some bills, y'all. Uh, just to remind y'all, let you know, this is Rep Your City Praise Radio right here on Rapture Ready Radio. And uh, we're sitting down with the moons on our uh, family ministry month. All month long, we have a different fl- family that's going to be coming on to the show uh, when we're airing. So it's been Man, it's been really, really good. I mean, God has really been pouring into into this show and uh, into with the testimonies that I've heard so far. It's just blown me away. So um, have me thinking a lot, you know, about about my union and everything. So uh, definitely. So we'll be right back, right back, y'all. Keep it locked. Yeah, what's up? This your boy Kingdom Chills, and you are now tuned into Rep Yo City Praise Radio. Pheasant out, Pluto. Pheasant out. DJC Printing Design is here for all your custom printing needs. You need shirts for your family reunions, for the get-togethers. Your son or daughter about to graduate, and you want to tell the world, hey, my baby made it. <laughs> well, DJC Printing Design is here for you. Contact India Ferguson at 804-250-1446. Log on to our website, www.djcprintanddesign.com. All over social media at DJC Print. You want screen print? You know we got you. Whatever you need, it's at DJC Print and Design. 
contact us anytime. We're located in the heart of Whitestone, but we going worldwide. DJC Print and Design, the designs that's close to heart. Hey, yo, what's up? This your boy DJ Jimmy Hustle, and I'm live in the building with my boy Orlando Presents and my main man Slim Vici, and you're now listening to Rep Yo City. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. All right, we are back. We are back with more Family Ministry Month right here on Rep Your City Praise Radio. We're sitting down with Vi Moon and B Moon. And man, I got to let you know, I don't know why, but for some reason, I wanted to change your name instead of Vi to Ty. I do not know why. <laughs> I don't know. And I think right. I even put it on a post. Now I'm thinking back on it. I think I actually put Ty, and that's why I couldn't find your name. And I was like, man, what's going on? It won't pop up. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's definitely <clears throat> one for the books there. Um, <laughs> what I, I want to do is I want to jump into identity. And this is one of the questions that I asked um, the other couple. And I believe this is going to probably be an ongoing question throughout uh throughout this month but uh the reason being is because usually there's either one or the other that's the artist you know the either the man or the woman or the husband or the wife that's the artist um you all i believe have a unique um perspective whereas both of you are artists and both of you you know put in the work and do what you need to do with your ministry and everything um with that being said when from the beginning or any time within your marriage, did you see that any one of you uh, started to maybe lose your own identity into the other person? And if so, what did you do to try to shake that and rectify it? Hello. Just thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we both had instances. I thought Vi was going to talk first about the first couple of years of the marriage where he felt like he was still finding himself or he was. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I was just thinking. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so. You know, throughout everything that Brittany said, you know, I really just just had a, a, a strong desire to please God. Um, I, I just really did. That's the only way I know how to put it. This is right before we got married, mm -hmm. and um, I just felt in my spirit that 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 I needed to marry Brittany. Um, and and I felt that that was from him. And and for me, I just really, I don't know. I just had this, it's just fierce desire to show God, or to to just show him that man, I am serious about my relationship with you. And so when I graduated college, I was like 23, I think. Um, I proposed to Brittany, and I did it, not knowing if I was ready or not, not knowing you know what would happen, but I just trusted. I really just wanted to step out on the limb and step out on faith and say, you know what, if my spirit is telling me this, um, then I'm just going to trust God and, and, and see what happens. So I kind of 
for me, it was a leap of faith type thing. It was just stepping out and wanting to be in the right position to strengthen my relationship with him. And I saw that me marrying her was a way to do it. I, I know everybody's situation isn't like that, but that was the bottom line reason. Yeah, I loved her. Mm. Um, yeah, I cared for her. Yeah, I knew she was the one. But was I ready at the time? To be honest with you, I would say no. Mm. But, again, I just felt this strong nudge in my spirit. And back then, I didn't know all this lingo, you know, nudge in my spirit. I didn't know all that. I just, it, back then, for me, it was just like, I feel like God is telling me to do this. That's, 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 that's all I can say. And, and so I just did it, man, and stepped out on faith. And um, it was, for the first few years, I still had to figure out this thing and figure out how to trust God with my marriage. Because if I stepped out on faith and did it based on him, and I can't do it on my own. I got to continue to invite him in to show me how he wants me to do it. Mm. The problem came in where I stepped out on faith and did it, but now it's like, okay, now I got to figure it out. Now I got to do it on my own. Now I got to do this. Now I got, and it, it just got very frustrating, man. It took me a few years to just finally let go and trust God to show me how to be a husband and a father in this marriage because you know, a word that God gave me years ago, it's, it's it's a word that he gave me personally, and it was, whatever got you to that place will sustain you. So mm. what got me to the marriage was me obeying him and trusting him. So I was like, well, Lord, I'm just going to have to trust you with, you know, whatever issue I'm having with her. I'm just going to have to trust you with whatever issue I'm having with myself. And the more I began to address my problems from that place first, the more I would say that that I began to know who I was in Christ and my my relationship with him strengthened. Mm, that's good. Like, that's good right there. Amen. I like the first couple years I didn't know that he was like kind of playing a role. Like, okay, well a husband's supposed to do this, a husband's supposed to do that. And he was losing his sense of identity because he was, like, not just by moon, you know, but he's just doing what husbands do. And even though that seems like the good thing, like, I want him to do for me or for us because he wants to do it, because he's led to do it, not because cause when you do something, you know, with expectation, then if I don't respond, you know, in uh, the way that I'm supposed to, then, or that you, that, that person expects, now there's tension because it's like, well, I'm doing, I'm being, a, doing this as a husband or father, uh, you know, but he lost his sense of before. I think we, you need to, even if you're married, you need to know who you are before the kids, before the bills, before each other, like whatever it is that you are or you did as a kid, that's you. You know, when you had absolutely nothing to do and you drew or sang or wrote poems or whatever God put into you, you know, and during that time when we started having conversations, I'm so sorry, that's our two-year-old. Well, that's quite all right. So she can we, join in. <laughs> but when we started having uh, conversations about identity because I did not know that he was like you know feel like he was 
you know, like, I guess a robot or something, because I'm just like, well, I got him. You know, I was just kind of on a <laughs> on a cloud, you know. And uh, when we finally started having these talks, um, that's around the same time where he started pursuing his music again. Mm. And that, because his music has always been him. And when he found, when he got fame, initially he decided to stop rapping. But during, around that time, one of our, when we were doing marriage counselors, counseling, one of the, uh, the ministers, he was like, have you ever thought about gospel rap? And by, he and I started cracking up like, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it, it was his thought that he was giving up rap. That, that was his sacrifice to God. Like, okay, Lord, I want this relationship with you. And I'm going to give this up, and I'm going to become a husband and a father and and uh, a leader. And, you know, but, but during that time when he lost his identity, he was like, wow. He, 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 you know, we started talking, and he was praying, and he was like, man, I feel like I could do this for God. And it was just like a light bulb came on, even though, you know, a few years before, you know, it was lame to us. Hmm. And for me, I... I I didn't go through my identity crisis until after, like, the past couple years. And it, it was mainly because, you know, we do have four children. Mm-hmm. And as as a mom, sometimes you just get kind of, you feel kind of hidden. Um, and that's a whole other <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, God had to show me once again through you know, the same thing, music and poems and I, you know, uh, just writing period. And like, it, even when I introduce myself, like I, the Lord has said, like, no, I'm, I'm a realtor. I'm a realtor, but I'm a writer. I'm a rapper. I'm going to include these other things that, that, that are Britney. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Now that's one thing that, um, I had to start doing with myself instead of because I have um, I started me and a friend of mine started our own uh, cleaning company. So I tell people, yeah, you know, I have a cleaning company. And then, you know, my wife, she has to nudge me and be like, well, you have your radio show and you have the radio station and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, those are things that you, you know, need to add in there. Um, because like you said, yeah, that's a part of you. That's your, you know, your identity as well and what you're, you know, what you're bringing, what you're doing. So, amen. Definitely. Yeah. A lot of times people just say what's like socially acceptable. Cause if I say rapper, the average person's like, you know, that's not a real job, you know, or, <laughs> you know, a writer, sure you're a writer and that's not a real job, you know? So it's like stuff like that. People mm-hmm. So you say what what can pass like in social circles, but no, in in the kingdom of God, that's more real than than real estate that I do, because that was in, in, embedded in me, like when I was in my mother's womb. Mm. Amen, amen. Um, but it's kind of funny though that when even today nowadays with so many people that are making so many millions of dollars of being rappers and singers and writers and things of that nature is still not really looked at as a job job. 
you know, people still look at that as, oh, okay, that's just a hobby. You know, you may make a couple of bucks off of it, but, you know, it's really, it may not go anywhere. But there's so many people that have, you know, made it. Why why can't it? It, it can. I mean, you know, so definitely uh, crazy on that, on that part with that. So um, you have four children. And this is some, this is a, you know, something as well that, you know, it mixes into your, you all's uh, testimony and everything as well. Um, with the children, uh, which, which one of the kids take whose personality the most? We have a mixture. Um, as far as they all have different, like, characteristics from both of us Mm -hmm. um our oldest Anaya she has a teaching gift and she is um she's she's a just like Vi he has his um default face is like a mug her default (laughs) face is a mug so like (sighs) you know sometimes we'll, we'll have to remind her she but she has like a serious face her natural face is serious uh, but she has a teaching gift. Uh, we have a six-year-old Dallas. He has a pastoral gift, and he's very—he's um, got a strong heart. Um, he's very like loving and um, excited, like me. Um, our two-year-old—he's got like an apostolic gift, and he's very technical. He mm. um, plays on the piano. When, when, um, and our oldest daughter too, she, she's like learning to play by ear, just like her dad. And, um, our two year old, he plays on the piano and he doesn't bang on the keys. Like normally a, a kid just bangs on the keys, but he actually uses his fingers and he's like, and, and then also whenever Vi is making a beat, he'll wake up and he'll, start humming it and I'm like is he humming that beat and he'll I mean he'll he he'll make the hi-hat sound and the clap sound with his mouth oh wow and then we have a two-year-old she is I mean sorry an eight-month-old and she has an evangelistic gift we believe and um she is just like wow she's just very she's she's just super chill she's just a chill girl and we feel like she's got a bit of both of us in in her and she's a very happy baby so i don't know <laughs> i don't know uh if i answered that question oh well. you did you did that was that was fine you know you you broke it down you broke it down <laughs> that was all good um you know just about to start to wrap it up and everything i want you all to give a word of encouragement to any couples out there, even if they're not married and they've been, you know, dating for a while, what is one, what is maybe one or two things, um, encouraging word that you can give about the beginning of the marriage? Wow. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) don't quit. (laughs) Hey man. Um, you know, don't quit, man. I really mean that. Um, that's, 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 yeah, yeah that, well, that's got to be like, 
that's that's got to be the the foundation. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no matter what's going on, and 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 I'm not talking about domestic abuse or crazy stuff like that. But I'm saying you both have a strong willingness to be faithful to each other and 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 et cetera, and 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 especially have God as the foundation, Christ as the foundation. But you know, just 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 be willing to just stick this thing out. Like, no matter what, man, I'm I'm not going nowhere. We disagree here. We go through battles here. But I'm staying here. You staying here. We're going to have to deal with each other. We're going to have to figure this thing out because ain't nobody going nowhere. <laughs> you know, with divorce rates that, like, I think 50% and believers are included in that statistic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my wife said, take your time before deciding to do that. Learn who you are in Christ. Learn who you are. And, and you kind of love on yourself a bit so that when you go into this thing, you can um, be able to exert that love to your partner. Because I'm going to tell you, it's nothing crazier than going into a marriage and you not really knowing who you are and you still having to figure that out. Plus, mm-hmm. love this other person. Then you put kids in the mix. It's crazy. It, it can get it can get testy. So I, I would just suggest any couple, you know, I know it's kind of thrilling and it's exciting, but if you're not married yet, Man, make sure that you're secure in who you are. You know who you are in Christ. Um, you know whatever that means for each individual. And if you have crossed that threshold and you are, don't quit. You know what I'm saying? Trust. Allow God's grace to 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 fill that marriage. And and for me, it's always you know you can go through life with your hands closed or your hands open. Hands closed means you're gonna hold on to everything. You're gonna do it my way. I'm gonna do it my way. I gotta do this. I gotta do this hands open lord i trust you mm. this is i trust you father this is your, i trust i can't do this you got I, I need you and and from that place starting from that place with your marriage with your kids with your finances with your business with your work with your dream with your gifts i truly believe that you will get the answers to every single problem you have eventually if mm. you don't give up so that, that would be my thing don't quit mm. Amen. Amen. Love it. Love it. Um, just want to take this opportunity once again just to thank uh, both of you. Vi, B, thank you very much. Um, it's been an outstanding experience for me. You know, uh, it clears up a lot of, not, I can't say clear up, but it um, gives me more of a, of, a, of a love and a respect for what you all do you know, within the ministry, within the music side of things, when you know a little bit more about, you know, the the union that God has placed together, because uh, I do believe that God has placed y'all together, especially what y'all went through from the beginning, you know, and then look at you all now for, you know, great, healthy kids, uh, thriving business, um, uh, B, you're doing your music and real estate. V, you're doing your music, uh, full time. You're still doing the music full time, right? Yeah, yeah. We um, we're full time. We actually in the process of establishing um, the LLC, uh, the mm-hmm. business aspect of the music. Um, you know, we saw God on this for a number of years, and kind of led us toward the business avenue for it to um, eventually even have a record label here in Montgomery, Alabama. So uh, these are things that have been in, in the works for years, and now they're starting to gradually um, um, bear fruit, man. So, um, you know, we, 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 we ain't going nowhere. We got a lot of work to do and a lot of plans, not just musically, but 
even beyond that, maybe we'll do another interview and talk about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. The door is always open, bro. Whenever y'all want to come and sit down, whenever you got something popping, just just hit me up. It's always open. I make room. Um, what we're going to do right now is I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to end it out. But we're going to end it out with my favorite joint. And I already told Vi that this was my favorite joint, that regular uh, <laughs> that chai, the uh, the chai latte, you know, with two honeys. <laughs> That's my joint. That is my that is my part of that song. I don't. I and like I told Vi, I do not know why that part sticks out to me, but it does. It it sticks in my head. She was like, "I'm not regular." Have you ordered one though? No, Have no, I've I've never one? tried one. I've never tried one. I need to though. That's <laughs> yeah, I want to say one more thing. Oh no problem. Everything that we do, everything that we just mentioned about our testimony, we actually have a song, and it's called "The One," mm. and uh, it's from his first album. So, uh, which is Dumbledore, but the song is called "The One," T H E, and the number one. If you guys wanted to check it out, you could go to vinyl dot com and listen to it, and it's pretty much our testimony in a couple verses. Okay, okay, definitely. We're gonna uh, check that out and probably play it on a play it on the next uh, show or something like that. I'll cop that and so we can play that on the next show. So uh, definitely, man. Y'all have a great night, man. Put them kids to bed. I know they're back in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, man, this is Rep Your City Praise Radio Family Ministry Month. We're sitting down with the moons. Man, it's been outstanding. Uh, check back with us Friday. We're sitting down with the Perezes. If you know the Perezes, great. But if you don't, um, that is the husband and wife team. He is Second uh, Samuel 151, and we'll be speaking with him and his wife uh so uh definitely man it's going to be another explosive night another night of family ministry and um if y'all noticed or not the show has been built around the testimony of the family not so much of the music because we can always talk about the music let's talk about the meat and potatoes of the whole thing let's get the you know the testimony out there and pour our hearts out so that people can understand and know that hey you're not all alone you're not by yourself when you're going through certain things within your life there's other families out there there's other um husband and wife teams out there that has gone through things as well so uh, that's what the testimony and in sharing the testimony is all about so uh let's jump into this regular get your chai latte with two honeys and let's go <laughs> Big old maps, big old rats, big old stacks, big old tip, big old facts, big old drip sweat. No, it is not regular. Me, I am not regular. We, we are not regular. Regular, 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 regular. Normal isn't normal because normal is abnormal. Just like casual isn't formal. Listen, boo, I must warn you. I tried to be successful by trying to fit in, but I almost lost myself, so I almost didn't win until I into within myself and realized I had been granted access into places and situations that would lead me to my goals and dreams and still I remain whole you see not trying to make it big but focus on big picture that losing 
sensitive self can make one pull the trigger Not trying to make it big in exchange for my soul Just work on being me and then I take the gold Thank you, thank you, thank you, you're too kind Wise, don't worry about the petty little itty bitty things that were like little machete Had cousins for your time, the most precious thing you own Cause you can't press the wine, so remain in the zone Cause I see butterflies spreading their wings Not worried about all these little petty things Who cares about stuff when you go fly and soar? Not time to argue, we going on tour I am not regular, I won't go federal I am not telling the secrets of heaven Unless he just tell me to tell you, dude This is like breaking news, breaking the breaking You know breaking till you through Finish the vision that you got a vision Your vision will limit if you're not committed Check out my committee, my mama, the actor hot in the back of it, leather seats cracking it Now we just laugh at it this is not last minute, I was preparing since I was in class with it Taking that trash with it, doing my chores Mama's only child, I was a boy Twelve years old, got a keyboard Told her I would do this when I'm more grown up She said pray to the Lord Prayed and he said do it my boy But I was doing it for me and the boys In the hood like John Singleton Thug, single him, love Switch the Tim Bugs on the limb Country how I live, my environment Goose account at LAC, that my surrounding Three shots from my city like yeah, yeah, yeah I was the underdog, I had the beat Known for rapping and making them beats Started that trapping and packing that heat Lord, I pray I don't see a backseat Had aspirations to feed my daughter But my inspirations had aspiration Date when I had a gun in my head And I said, boy, this ain't for me Let me get it back uh, Go back to my roots and Tie my boots and Pay my dues and Forget who's in I'm moving No snoozing, I'm on a clock Bang, soon as it rang, I'm popping up I make the beat Boom, 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 boom Look down on me, it's okay I'm hopping up It's another anomaly Mad kid, good city, I'm coming Big old Big old trips Big old Raps, big old hits, big old stats, big old tip, big old facts, big old drip sweat. No, no it is not regular. regular. Me? I am not regular. We, we are not regular. Not even coffee. I give my chai tea latte. Two honeys.